Good morning. So grateful to be here with you this morning. It's our week eight. I've just loved being with you. I'm so thankful that you've been here and spent your time with us and for all of your efforts. And so, yeah, April, I'm going to turn the time over to you for some information. Just so you know, just in case you're new here, where are we at? Mom Power. Mom Power is, of course, is sponsored by Mothers Who Know and Life Changing <laughs> Services. And both of those are here to support parents and especially Mothers Who Know is here to support moms. So if you haven't visited our website, motherswhoknow.org, check it out. There's lots of resources for parents. There's lots of videos. There's lots of trainings. We're going to be in the process of adding more blog posts and more information for parents. So we want you to just get in the habit of visiting our website because there's lots of good information on there. And then the other part to that is we have a podcast channel. So if you're interested in hearing more from Karen or even other moms, Karen does several interviews with other moms. It's all on our podcast channel. So you can always listen to that later. If you want to hear other Stay by the Trees from before, just go to our podcast page on our website and you'll see all of those too. Anyway, also, if anybody is in need of any one-on-one, -on -one, just coaching or visiting with somebody, you can always set an appointment with Karen. She has both free meetings one-on-one -on -one with people. If you go to the website, mothersyouknow.org and under support, there's a drop down that says schedule with Karen. And so you can set up a meeting with her. If down the road, you would like to do more meetings with her, you can visit with her about that. I think that is all I have today. Thank you so much for being here, April. I appreciate your support and your smile and your effort. It's amazing. So thank you so much. This lesson has so much to do with such an important principle. And it's one that we kind of fight against. It's that isolation versus people connection. One of the things that I have been thinking about is the two scriptures that we highlight so often here in our mom power training. And they are, all right. So this has so much to do with our identity and our purpose and has so much to do with us standing for ourselves and the people we love and remembering who we are and whose we are. And that's what we do first is remember because if we can't remember who we are and why we're doing what we're doing, it's really hard for us to even implement things we know. This scripture in 2 Timothy 1.7, for God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And then this is the other one. In Doctrine and Covenants 123.17, it says, let us cheerfully do all things that lie in our power. And then may we stand still with the utmost assurance to see the salvation of God and for his arm to be revealed. And Second Timothy has a lot to do with our identity, our purpose, who we are and whose we are. And this one has so much to do with our purpose, like what we do when we're in the spirit God gave us that we can identify what can I cheerfully do right now to be available to remember my purpose here as a support to God and his work because he's my child savior. He's the savior, the healer over all of this mess the stuff I'm not quite sure what to do with, 
but I'm not powerless and I'm not doing everything wrong. Doing things wrong is not showing up, but trying is successful. And so I can cheerfully do what lies in my power here. And I always have power. And that might look so different given the situation, but it's so important for us. So one of the things that we have asked you to do every week, and I haven't asked you yet today, and I need to, which is check in. Why are you fighting? And why don't you just give up? I want to identify just really quickly three questions and I'm going to put them in the chat and I'll ask April to just keep putting them further down in the chat when we maybe more people come. But I'd like to talk about this maybe at the end or if we don't have time, I would just love to have you guys be watching in the chat each other's reasons for fighting. So you can answer these questions in the chat or you can answer them on a piece of paper in front of you. But right now, I just wanted us to notice that in order to stay in the spirit God gave us, as noted, that it's not the spirit of fear that we have, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And in order for us to be able to identify what we can cheerfully do has so much to do with remembering the spirit God gave us and staying in it. And knowing why we fight is part of all of that. So here we go. Posting. Okay. So these are three questions that I just want to highlight that I don't think I've mentioned this training. And I think they're so important because asking ourselves, why am I fighting? And why don't I just give up? Not only is that important for me personally to know, but it's super important for me to hang out with people who know that that is a question or to tell other people that I love to be connected to why I answer a question like that, that it has a lot to do with who I am before I got here and what I'm meant to be experiencing here mortality and where I'm going and how committed I am to saying yes to covenants it has a lot to do with why we're fighting and why we don't give up. I just want us all to take a minute and answer those questions. In my journal every day, I try to use green ink. And the reason I use green ink is because as I go back in my mini journals that I've kind of filled up doing all these letters to God and my scripture power journaling, all of that, whatever is in green ink inspires me to remember, this is why you care. This is why you try. This is why trying is successful. The only fail that you can have, Karen, is not showing up. That's the only fail there is. And you can show up at the teeniest level that you're at, but sometimes I can't do it unless I remember why I'm fighting. And so as I'm having those hard days where I'm like, I can't remember why I care so much, it's hard. It's hard to remember why I care. Then I really, I'll ask myself these three questions to help me identify and get to a more whole brain frontal lobe place where I can answer the question, why are you fighting and why don't you just give up? So the three questions are, who am I? That's question number one. Who am I? So just answer that. I'm going to be quiet for 30 seconds and I want you to really truly answer that. Write it down either in the chat or on a paper. Who am I? Okay, the second question is, how? How is Satan trying to steal my identity? That's the second question. How is Satan or the enemy trying to steal my identity? Okay, and the last question, the third question is, what would the Savior say about who I am? Would Heavenly Father and Savior, what would he say about who I am? 
Okay, and then after those three questions are answered, if I'm having a hard time feeling like I'm in a whole brain space or I can think clearly, because a lot of times when we write, maybe it's first time at first thing in the morning, or maybe it's when we're in a battle and I'm trying to remember how to answer that question and I'm having a mood battle. Often it will help me to identify some of the thoughts I'm having and how those thoughts make me feel. So I'm more aware of what's going on. And then I ask those three questions. Hey, Karen, who are you? How is Satan trying to steal your identity? Who, what would the Savior say about you? And by the time I'm done answering those things, I am in a place where I can remember that there is a brain bully at work here, that the adversary has a goal to make me miserable, and that the Savior is absolutely going to help me. And I can declare things like that in my reason why I'm fighting and why I don't give up. So we're going to come back to that, but I would just love for you to to highlight that and be aware. In our in this lesson, the word team, T-E-A-M, is an acronym for together, everyone achieves more. And something I felt impressed to do because something we want to highlight this week. And April, will you help me remember that I want to talk about questions before we end today? I want to talk about, but the idea that we are in this together and that we all might look a little different, have a bit different looking mess, but we all have very similar hearts and desires for ourselves and the people that we love. And so it makes such a huge difference for me to be connected to you and to know that you are a safe place and care deeply for the way that I feel. Because when I'm in a place like that, especially with like-minded women who understand the real battle is to keep the spirit and how difficult that can be to do that, to stay by the tree, to remember my identity, to remember why I fight and why I care. And knowing that my love means so much to Heavenly Father's purpose with me and my family. But it's so hard for me to stay in a place of love where that perfect love connected to Jesus Christ at the tree, partaking of his atonement and believing that he can help me be more in this situation than I can be by myself. I just have a hard time showing up in love because I have so many strong feelings about the things I care about. And the adversary knows that my feelings and the chemistry behind them grow from my thoughts. And so he floats bullying lies just to start me going down a path of, I'm not good at this. I've made so many mistakes. I'm not a very good mom. If I were better at this, we wouldn't be in this hard place. How can this be going right? This is absolutely not in my plan. And it hurts so much. And it's hard for me to see clearly here. And so to show up in a place of love with a lot of those kinds of emotions is tricky. But when I'm connected and I have a team who I'm together with, then for some reason, even if I have nothing to share and all I want to do is listen today, or even if I feel to participate and they hear what I say, then I can see myself more clearly and my role and my identity again and show up in a place of love. I felt impressed this morning to, to share this. So I want so badly to show up in a place of love from my real self who remembers who I am, whose I am, 
and who you are, the person I love, and who is you are. And remember what we're all doing here and that it's a journey and that showing up is winning. It's just trying. And so we just are pressing forward and some things in order to love that or to love you, I need help. I really need a lot of help because I feel so strongly about things. God gave us a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. But the acronym that I came up with as I was coming up with this talk for the UCAP conference was that love has a lot to do. If I'm going to show up in a place of love, it has a lot to do with these four things. L standing for learn, learn to grow you. O standing for overcome isolation. The V in love stands for value the relationship. And the E in love stands for encourage with empathy. So if I'm connected to a team, then, and I believe that together everyone achieves more and I'll be able to show up in the way I want to in my difficult mess where I have a hard time seeing clearly first thing I need to do to keep in a place of showing up in love and being available to support God's work is to learn to grow me. So how do I learn to care for myself in this situation so I can support God's work? When I'm supporting a child caught in pornography or any other challenge or a husband, the first thing I have to do to master fear is to see the battlefield clearly. And that requires me to go connect with a team. Information. I need to learn to grow me. And the O, overcome isolation, eliminates shame in such a huge way to know that Oh, you have a mess at your house that's messy like mine. And you're just stirring your pot of messy soup over there and wanting everybody to just smell the great aroma. But you're also afraid of people looking in your pot to discover that you don't know how to cook, that you don't know how to make soup because it smells really good. But if they came and saw my ingredients, the formula I used to make my soup, I could die. I don't want to die. I want you to just think I'm awesome and my family's awesome, but I need somewhere where it's safe enough to show my soup and to still know that I'm being successful because I'm trying and be value the relationship. My child is not my enemy, that my child is not an addiction. My child is not this mess. My child is not this problem. Um, my loved one's not this big problem or this mess that it's caused in our family, but my child is really, what's their identity, their purpose? And how do I show up? How do I value our relationship first and foremost? And remember, they're not the enemy because that's a big temptation. And then encourage with empathy to understand that battles are, yeah, losing a battle is not losing the war that everybody's at war and war requires battle and battle requires wounds. And encouraging with empathy is understanding that real success is trying. Even if it looks to me like, well, they're not trying because trying to me looks like this, but we can't judge what people are doing on the inside of them and have to allow God to do his work. And we know that real success is armor with dense. So I would just remind us that one of the things that is powerful to remember is power and perspective comes from connections with others. So if there's something I could tell you today that would be useful, it would be having a team is huge. And there are so many things that Satan will do to keep us from the strength of a team. And it's huge 
to know that he's going to tell us, you can do this yourself. You figure it out. You're smart. So important to know that he wants to isolate us so he can weaken us, weaken our identity. And so important to know that he's really trying to use that principle of I'm just hiding over here. And that problem or that person, that's your enemy. You should fight with that. And I'm also hearing things that aren't quite true. He does a lot to keep me in a place of isolation. So one of the things that we talked about last week, we had the lesson on atmosphere angel. We are God's secret weapon. We are the atmosphere angel, darkness fears. And one of the things that I hope you'll consider after this week eight of this class is to check out what team mom power is like and get connected with the team because amazing things happen when we meet each other right where we're at and we allow each other to do that. And we had just every week, there's three teams that are going right now. And every week there's something amazing that happens. An amazing question that someone asks that other people can answer and support on some incredible things shared about this is who I am. This is how I'm trying to remember why I fight. And then we highlight the principles here that we're learning in mom power and how we're applying them. And so last week we were highlighting and applying the principle of the atmosphere angel. And in team one, the team that meets on Thursday, something so miraculous happened. And every time it happens, I just get so grateful because I'm like, this is why it's so important to have a place where you can speak about what you speak about, to talk about what you talk about, and to have other people who aren't you, like, feel like, we know that you're in the house, and the house is on fire, and it feels really scary, you know, it's like we're saying, we know, we know what that feels like, we all have a house that feels like it's on fire, and it's really scary, but we also know that you're not going to burn up, like we can see it from over here. You're not going to burn up and you're amazing and you're showing up. That's winning. You're trying. That's winning. The only failure is if you just quit. So you're doing amazing. Like we really can help each other like that. And that happened in team one on Thursday. And it was when Kristen shared a personal experience as I ask everybody to think of a situation in their life as a mother or a mother they knew any any woman and what an atmosphere angel looked like or what she did you know let's just talk about that for a minute and so Kristen agreed to share her little this is where I'm at ladies situation because before she shared it was so I've known Kristen for several years now and she inspires me a lot as does any woman that I see trying to fight hard like I'm trying and I know we all are but it is so touching to me when how well she tries and how diligent she is. And so when she said this, I was just a little bit surprised, but I also had noticed recently in our group chat where we support each other that she had shared, I'm really going through something hard and I could use your prayers. And everybody just rallies and says, you got it. We're with you. So I knew just recently that week, she was in some heavy battles. So when I asked that atmosphere angel question, Kristen said, you know what? She said something like this, and I want her to, to correct me if she thinks I'm wrong, but she said something like, you know, I don't really know if I understand how that term relates to me yet. I don't really know if, yeah, if I, if I have a full understanding of atmosphere angel, and then she kind of, you know, laughed like we do. And in that 
I'm rolling my eyes kind of way. Like, I don't really think that I am a very good atmosphere angel. And so then she shared something that happened at her house, not in relation to what's an atmosphere angel, but she just, this came up. And so she's, we're meeting her right where she's at. And so I've asked her to share here. So you want me to share the story? Yeah, that I please. shared. Yeah. I don't remember much of the background. My mom has been visiting for a little while at, at my house. And, and we walked in after something. I walked in with my mom and my daughter was in the kitchen with her friend. And there were a few people in the, in the kitchen. Anyway, my mom saw my daughter's shirt and it was just a t-shirt, but it was wrinkly. So you could tell she had done her laundry, put it in the hamper and pulled it back out when she wanted to wear it. But my mom got on her about that and told her, well, her words were, you should be ashamed that you're wearing that shirt because it's wrinkly. And she said, well, Granny, it's just a wrinkled shirt. It doesn't really matter. Well, you should. Anyway, my mom kept on about that and using that word. And I kind of froze, like I have my mama bear instincts coming out. And, but I didn't want to speak if I didn't have the spirit. So I kind of hung back, but it was interesting to see her kind of stand in her truth and said, Granny, it doesn't really matter. It's just a shirt. And as, as my mom kept on, well, you should just be ashamed. You should have more pride in what you do. My older daughter, who these two daughters kind of butt heads a little bit, they have moments, but my older daughter stood up and said, Grammy, that is not, that's, that's not what it's about that. It doesn't matter what her shirt looks like. It's about what's inside. And so I was really, um, really proud that they stood up and stood their ground and had a sense of who they really are to be able to face that coming from a person of authority and a person that's close to them. So as the situation ended, that was really hard and I just couldn't stop thinking about it. And they went their own ways and I finally did feel inspired to just go in and she was in her room with her friend and I was able to just have her stand up and just really give her a great big hug and remind her who she is and tell her that it doesn't, it doesn't matter what kind of shirt you have on. It doesn't matter anything, nothing on the outside of you matters, but that she is a daughter of God and that she is loved by him and that nothing she does ever decreases that love for her. So it was a great opportunity for me to, to see her standing in her truth, but then also to speak her truth to her and to have, to have that connection and to start hopefully beginning the healing. And I don't know like how deep her wound was from that because she already knew, but I don't know if you want me to stop there, Karen, or if you want me to give you my aha moment from that meeting. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Aha would be great. Okay. So as we talked about atmosphere angel, I, so I had shared this experience. Then we were talking about atmosphere angels and I have really felt in the past that I haven't really gotten that concept because when something happens like that, I just freeze. And I don't know, like, what am I supposed to do right now to have some warrior chemistry come in and help me? But as I was able to look back at that, I was able to realize that it wasn't just that moment where I needed to be an atmosphere angel, but times in the past where I've been able to speak the truth and knowing that maybe that wasn't the time to speak, but go in and have a more personal time with my daughter that was being an atmosphere angel. So it was just kind of like a click, like, oh, I am doing it. I just, this is not what I thought 
it was. Thank you so much, Kristen. Appreciate you. Yeah. So it was just incredible as she shared. It was so obvious to all of us. Okay. It's so obvious. Like I'm sure you heard, you know, so many traits of an atmosphere angel as she shared her story that, you know, first and foremost, that she was offended that someone was using the word ashamed about one of her children that, that offended her. She didn't, she knew that wasn't right. That's an atmosphere angel to feel strongly about when you think, Hey, that's going to hurt somebody I love. And we also knew from that, that she, she'd worked so hard to teach a principle in her home. And it was evidenced not just by her getting offended, but also that she said both of her daughters knew exactly how to respond to that, even in a place where they could have just, you know, frozen, not done anything, or it was just really cool to see that she taught her, got her daughters that, and that they both could say something. And she did that. And then also the, yeah, just the connection that she had with her daughter later, it was just amazing to just all of us share guess what we noticed from your story? And so much of it had to be, had to do with just a perspective that Kristen was in. But when we could see her clearly and also learn about, boy, we have that same feeling. I don't think I'm a very good atmosphere angel. You know, I don't know about that term. I don't know about that. And then see her describe a situation at her house and learn about all that and that and that thing. It's all evidence of all the things that she did as an atmosphere angel. And then we thought, and us, how many things do I just do that feel normal, but it's what I'm doing? No, that's, that is an atmosphere angel. As it relates to love and remembering the spirit God gave us, as well as what lies in our power, what we can cheerfully do to use our love to support God's work. One of the most miraculous things that I see week after week in Team Mom Power is this loving connection where we can see each other clearly, even when we can't see ourselves clearly, and we can share our struggle and our win and share our, ask our questions as well as just really have a place where it is full of truth and full of divine identity and cheering for each other. So I just would invite you again to come and check out Team Mom Power and join us. We would love for you to come and meet us where we're at, and we'll do the same for you. So the back to that question of remembering, why are you fighting, and why don't you just give up, and those three questions. Before we go to that, does anybody have any comment about what Kristen shared, or love, and just anything that's been said so far? Does anybody have a comment they'd like to share before I shift the gear? Yes, thank you. I just wanted to add that I am pretty much the only person in my family that knows how, that feels the spirit or reaches out for the spirit when certain things come up. And by by taking these classes every morning, even though I get my kids on the bus up until like 820, I'm still listening. And it reminds me that I'm not alone, that there are other moms who are covered with kids. And I mean that because they're not just in their space, they're on you. And our energy level is spread so thin that it's nice to go, she knows. And you just, that little bit of energy comes to you like in your oil lamp and you you don't, you don't even have a chance to feel like you failed because all these women are like, yay, me too. And that energy is just so important. And I wouldn't trade it for the world. I've been coming, I, I think I've tracked it back to like October and I didn't even know what was going on, but I was like, these women too, you too. Okay. Like, cause Satan really makes us feel alone. Like your kid just told you, told you you were dumb. 
like I know I am like and saying really plays on that because those are your those are your people and so it's I love that picture with the woman and like they're all stacked up behind him in the dark and I think of that all the time and I know you guys are here and I don't even know most of you but I see you every Tuesday and I love you and it's changed my life being a part of this group so thanks I hope you don't mind that I ask you a question and it is what tactic did the enemy use to keep you from the strength of a team? What did he do to tell you that's not a good idea? Or so I'm not very good at being vulnerable. And he pretty much I was convinced that I was too much, that my energy, the way that I am as a person, was too much for other people. And wow, I didn't mean to cry. Hold on. But as I tell him every single day. I have two kids, a 10 and a seven-year-old, and then I have a daycare. And as I tell Satan every day, I am too much for you. Everyone else is good. You don't like that I'm too much. And that might sound silly, but that's my big stance. And I stand kind of like a superhero. When I start to feel like I'm slouching to him, I'm like, I'm too much for you. That's it. That's as far as this goes. And then I turn to my family and I try to be more for them with the spirit because heavenly father knows that every time I tell Satan that, that I'm open to feel the spirit and to not let that get to me. But being vulnerable is hard for me because it means weakness. And my Satan's like, see, you are weak. See, you feel that feeling of vulnerability. And instead of growing, he convinced me that I was hurting and it was awful and that loving, loving people is bad. (laughs) Kind of like it's always bad and there's no reason to fight because you always lose. And as a mother, I always lose, even though we're winning secretly, right? Secretly we're winning, but the people, the kids are like, no, mom, that's not how you put your shoes on. We don't need shoes. So he had convinced me that I didn't need to be vulnerable and weak enough to feel only father strengthen my weaknesses for me and to be to stand in that and know that I would be okay if I was fighting on the right side thank you I love you thank you for that all right you girls anybody else have something before I move on to those three questions yeah go ahead um, you go then. okay I just loved that I could relate a lot with and I think it was super awesome how she brought that up and just the power of just kind of some of the specifics of how Satan works in our lives but I also loved with Kristen, I noticed that she was being an atmosphere angel. Just, just the fact that she was able to say in the moment, like for me, when my mama bear gets up, like my biggest thing would have been to say something hurtful to my mom or like try to stop it in that moment. And Kristen realized like, okay, so I'm not going to speak. And to me, that was a huge win of being an atmosphere angel because it could have totally gone a different, different, you know, direction if she would have attacked in that moment, like you want to, you know, you want to protect and, and like stop things that are happening. But because she stayed silent, which is really hard, she saw her girls be able to stand up. Whereas if she would have, they wouldn't have had that chance. Right. And just that act of standing up for themselves, strengthened their own truth in themselves. So I just thought that was a total win. And I think that sometimes we don't recognize that because we feel like we're doing nothing and yet she was an atmosphere angel to be quiet in that moment when it was hard so I just thought that was another win that was awesome oh good all right can you tell us what tactic did the enemy use to keep you from the strength of a team yes okay 
I, I just related a lot. You can hear me. Okay. I think just, yeah, just that no one wants to hear what you have to say. No one can relate. He just uses so many vulnerable places that you feel already to make it, you know, anytime you feel to even, even he still does, even in meetings like this, right? You, you think, oh, I want to share something. And the very next thought you have is, oh, that's stupid. Or no one wants to hear that. Or, you know, he just totally wants to keep us small all the time. And so I think that was my biggest thing of just no, you know, and, and just not sharing, not being vulnerable. That's his biggest thing for me is just to stay isolated. No one can relate. No one care. You know, just those lies he continually tells that that's how he works on me. So grateful. Thank you. Okay, you had something. So I just first wanted to say that I appreciated Kristen sharing because I think for me, one of my biggest struggles is that I try really hard not to like react when I start feeling frustrated. And like when she was able to not confront her mom, I do that a lot. Like I'm able to not get involved in something bigger or make it bigger, but I always go away thinking I did the wrong thing by not doing that. Like I should be, if I was really truly standing up for them, I would speak my piece or something. So Satan likes to tell me that I wasn't really supporting my loved one if I don't like attack the person attacking them. So I appreciate her sharing that because I do, do think a lot of times the idea that we're an atmosphere angel isn't like immediate. It like takes time for it to show up. And then you see, oh, okay, that really was the right thing for me to do right then. I appreciate that. And then I will say, I am in Team Mom Power. And I will say that the thing that stopped me from going to Team Mom Power, and this is embarrassing to admit, but it's money. And the reason why it's money is not because actual physical money, but because I always feel like I should not use money on me because there's a lot of other ways that my family could use the money, like on my kids. And so I allow Satan to tell me, you can get what you need in this area in a different way and not have to use the money that you could use on your children. So that is why that stopped me for a long time. And I think that's a lie that Satan tells lots of women. It's kind of like a lot of women don't do anything for themselves because they see all the needs around them. And I'm like a professional at that. I, I really, and, but I am grateful that I, I did join Team Mom Power because it's like the one for sure time where I know that the people sitting there staring back at me on Zoom, that they care about me and I can be vulnerable. I, I don't have any problem being vulnerable in that class. And I know that people don't judge me, even when they tell me that I'm wrong about something. I never feel judged. I just feel like they're saying, I understand how you feel and maybe you shouldn't have done it that way, but maybe try this. And there's never, I never feel judged. And I just love that part. Thank you. So awesome. All right. Anybody have any experience with those three questions that you ask yourself to, before you ask yourself, why are you fighting? And why don't you just give up? Did any of you notice the why behind asking those three questions before you identify why you're fighting? and why you don't just give up. Would you be willing to share your thoughts or experience with that? I'll just stop talking so you can start fighting over who goes first. Okay, you go first. I think I've decided that where I live and where I am is not an accident. Heavenly Father didn't make a mistake. He didn't go, oh, I paired you with them. Sorry, good luck. He did it on purpose. And he knows 
what they're thinking and he has the power to soften hearts as long as I provide the spirit, whatever spirit he's been working inside of them will meet with my spirit and we can work together that way. The other thing I wanted to mention about the mom power classes is it's not also, it's also not an accident. There are days that I go to mom power with this vulnerable, no one's going to get it. I shouldn't share this. And I have cried through an entire class because I'm like, you guys in my head, get out of my head. Everybody's sharing. They've been praying for me. They've been praying for each other. And the things that are in, that are taught are specifically what, and they, they don't even know. They don't know. We don't talk. Maybe I post stuff in the chat, but most of the time it's very specific to me and the spirit and on the class, the days that I'm like, I don't think I'm going to go to class today are the days I show up and learn the most because that's Satan saying, you're good. You don't need that. And I just wanted to share that because if you're wondering if it's worth it, it, it is. The spirit does not make a mistake. And this is spirit led. And it is amazing. But yeah, my big part is that Heavenly Father doesn't make a mistake. He knows where we're supposed to be. And he put us right where he wanted us to be. And all we have to do is go like this and look around. And he will say, yep, over there. And if we're willing to listen, he will help us. Amen. Thanks. All right, gals, even if you don't want to share about those three questions, because you're just pondering about it, share about anything you want to share about. And so, yeah, anything else on your mind before I go there? Sharing Can I just things? say that the questions you ask us to write down, like, who am I? How is Satan stealing my identity? And what would the Savior say about who I am? This is embarrassing to admit. But when I got this, to the third one, I wrote, I'm not really sure. And so it made me think about how when I do ask myself why I'm fighting and why I don't give up every day or nearly every single day. But I think that just adding the question of what the Savior would say about me might help me to not feel so stumped. Because I think what happens is that, oh my heck, why can I not say what he'd say about me? And it's probably because I feel terrible about myself, basically. And so if, if I just like ask myself every day that question, then it might help me to be more, so I'll recognize more where the hand of God is in my life and, and be able to feel his love there instead of just so focused on where I think I'm messing up or the mistakes I'm making. Just a thought. Like really quick. Yeah. I have a thought about that based on what Kathy said and in, in how we, in that last question, what would the Savior say about who I am? And we can't answer that question sometimes, but one of the stories in the Doctrine and Covenants that has always, I don't know, I've just always thought it was interesting is before Joseph leaves, before he's going to be killed, his wife, Emma, asks him for a blessing. And instead of giving, instead of him giving her the blessing, he says to her, you write down what you want and that will be your blessing. Like you just write it down and then I'm going to, I'm just going to make that your blessing. Like that's it. And I've always thought in my head, really? Like, why did he do that? I just, I have a, anyway, I've had a hard time with that. But just this morning, I was thinking about that as you were talking and I don't know why, but I was thinking maybe what we need to do is write down what we want the savior to say about us. I know sometimes with my kids, what I'll do is I'll ask them a question and they'll look at me and I'll say, okay, here's the right answer. And then I'll tell them what they're supposed to say. And it's kind of a joke in our family, but I've learned that it actually works. Or sometimes I'll ask them a question and they'll say, you know, I'll say, hey, let, you know, could you go do the dishes? And they'll say, ah, no. And then I'll just say, no, actually what you're supposed to say is yes, mom, I would love to go do the dishes. And so I'm wondering if maybe one of the ways that we could learn what the savior would say about us is writing down what we want him to say about us 
And then just going from there and just in doing that, that will just, that will become, I mean, that really will be what the savior would say, because he's going to inspire you with the words of what it actually is. So what he's actually saying is going to be what you would want him to say. Anyway, that was my thought on that. That's incredible. Yeah. Knowing what our truth sounds like is being able to answer a question like that. Because remember, the voices in our head we don't trust don't sound very edifying. They don't sound very encouraging. And asking ourselves, would we ever talk that way to our child, our little child, or a child that we care about? Knowing what it sounds like when we are hearing our truth is practicing answering a question like that. Sure. Anyway, I was just going to say that I was hesitant to join a team mom power more because I was, I knew it would be a smaller group. And in this group, I can just sit and listen and I don't have to share. But in a team group, I thought, oh, I'm going to have to share and to be more vulnerable. And so I was really nervous about that until the first week when I got on. And I heard another one of the other people on the team expressing how they were feeling about themselves in a negative way. And one of the one of the little ladies said, okay, whoa, stop. I can't hear you say that. That is not the truth. This is who you are and really saying what the Savior would say. And it just helped me to know that this was a safe place, that they feel the Spirit and they love me the way the Savior loves me, even though they don't know me. And I'm just so thankful for the opportunity to be in a team, especially right now when things are have been shut down or opening back up again. But during that time, I was feeling very isolated and going through some really hard feelings. And Heavenly Father sent me a team to build me up and help me get through it. And I'm just really thankful for that. Thank you. We are so thankful for you saying that today. Thanks so much. All right. I just wanted to say that I am so grateful for this. I don't want to cry either. I'm so grateful for finding the team mom and being able to be vulnerable with women and feel the safe space of being able to talk with one another and share and uplift one another and remember whose we are and why we're here and you know when we have difficult times during the week and or whatnot I like this weekend just different things going on and I it was refreshing and I kept thinking oh I look so forward to Tuesday I look so forward to therapy on Tuesday and I look forward to my times on Thursday but I just feel such gratitude that through all these lessons and and through the vulnerability of everyone that I don't feel alone and you know they say surround yourself by people that you want to be like that's what I love about this group that we all truly want the best for our families we all truly want good we want happiness and peace and having partnership with each of you it just reminds me of I feel like how I imagine us being in heaven prior to coming here that we all said we were going to help one another that we would be there for one another and so Karen leading these groups and and coming up with these things to help all of us I I feel like we knew her before we came here and she she came into our life at the right time in the right place and she's helped each of us to gather together to strengthen one another in the resolve that we are daughters of God and we have infinite worth and we have the ability to change life by changing ourselves and remembering our worth. 
and I'm just so grateful that I have this place, this place to come to and be vulnerable and know that you guys are going to love me no matter what, thoughts and all. I just want to thank you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your kind words too. That's so sweet of you. Ah, I, yeah, I have to read you a little note that we got from a, from a warrior, one of the young men in the Sons of Healing program or maybe he wasn't quite in the program yet, but he had been listening to the Eternal Warrior podcast. And in listening to that, he was noticing from the episode that I was on that there are things for moms here. And he wrote us in our email at Mothers Who Know, this teenage boy said this, hi, I'm a warrior that is still fighting for self-mastery. I'm concerned for my mother. I have heard of many ways how mothers can support, how mothers can support for their warriors. However, I want to know ways I, as a young teen, support my mother in her battles. And then he puts in parentheses, not with porn. Then he goes on. He said, she has been losing battles left and right to Satan by saying that she is not good enough to raise her kids. I can't win and feel successful without having my mother by my side. And sisters, I want you to know, as you consider those three questions and you consider this amazing who has this really good boy, it's so obvious that she's something very good to have a boy that would write and say, how can I help my mom? I guess I'll email this mom place and ask them. And anyway, we've never found that mom. We don't know how to find her, but boy, do we wish we could find her. But we tried to find her, but we really don't know if she's found us yet. But I want you to know that as I consider those questions, who am I? What is Satan doing to try to steal my identity? And what does the Savior say about me? Whenever I am asked, why are you fighting? And why don't you just give up to me? I just feel impressed say that I fight for any woman in a dark place to know that there's light. And even in that place that feels so dark for her, that she can see light. She can feel light even in that storm. And to do everything I can to just keep doing what I can in a broken way so that she can notice through all of you and all of the connection that we have here that there's a different way to do that, to look at that. I fight to not be isolated and to get as many women as I can to get out of isolation because I know that is a very dangerous place for women and that God needs us to support his work. And I just don't give up on that even on the days that I feel like you better just give up on that. I think, no, I am not going to give up on that because I was in that place and it was horrible. And it is not okay for women to be bullied and made to feel small when they're doing so much good. So I just want you to know that next week, we're going to have a mastermind for our bonus meeting. But a mastermind is you just pose a question and then to the group, we open it up and share some of our experience and some of the things that are coming to our heart and mind about what your question was. So if you have a question, you can bring it next week. You can email us at mothershoknowlifechangingservices.org and say, here's my question if you'd like to know. I have this question. It can be about right where you're at. It can be as simple as how do you remember to take the meat out of the freezer before dinner time? And it can be as deep as I am just 
lying here on the battlefield, feeling like I can't stand up. And this is why, and I would love to know, here's my question. I would love to know how you, how you sisters would answer that. But anyway, that's what we're going to be doing next week is having a mastermind. And it's pretty powerful part of our team mom power groups that we have every week. We have a mastermind where someone in the group asks a question and we all get to just really meet that one sister where she's at with her question and do our best to follow the spirit and inspiration to just shine some light on a place that maybe she can see some of, but would like to know how to see more of it. So thanks for being with us. April, do you have anything before we go? Yep. Just at the very end, if anybody's interested in joining a team, go to mompowertraining.org. And at the very top there in the menu, there's a link for team. And then also, if you have some burning questions and you would like a free hour with a therapist at a Warrior Mothers Who Know, Maurice is coming and he just does a Q&A. So any questions are fair game. And that's also the, that's on the Mothers Who Know website. So we have two, we have a motherswhoknow.org and mompowertraining.org. But on the Mothers Who Know under support, if you go to Warrior Mothers Who Know, there's a link to get into that meeting. And the first and third Tuesday of every month at 11 o'clock, we have a therapist come. So you're welcome to come ask your specific questions and get an answer. So there you go. All right. So good. So good. Thank you so much. Thanks, April, for your assistance today. And thank you, sisters, for everything you shared and for your support in this meeting. And thanks for being part of this team where together everyone achieves more. That is a true principle in the gospel of Jesus Christ. I just have such a testimony of it. Thanks, ladies. Love you. See you next time.